At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We welcome you back in. It is hour number two of primetime action on a Tuesday night from Las Vegas here at our South Point Sportsbook Studio. I'm Ben Wilson, back with Jeff Parles, Wyatt Tomchek behind the glass. Well, a lot of fun coming up this hour. We will go back into some of our quarterback prop totals this hour. We'll talk quarterbacks in the NFC North next segment. Wes Reynolds going to join us with a full breakdown on the PGA Tour, the event going on this week. We're down to the wire here, at least in the primetime action, one and done, which will take place tomorrow, as well as our golf draft. Uh, big week as well here on the show for, uh, for young Wyatt Tom. Check our producer. He's going to be in his first golf draft tomorrow, and he, for the what the second time, is about to update uh, the scores right now. Oh, it's ready don't to forget, go. I'll be on. Uh, I'll be on Gone Racing for the second time this wow. week. Wow, there we go. That so that's yeah. sorry, we buried the lead there. Look Wyatt at, that, look at this. On, uh, why? Why? Right why it moving up? Gone Racing. Our you know, you know uh, our Visa NASCAR. We, we, we give a lot, we, we give our guy Wyatt a lot of flack, but I, but I got to say the Do man we? works his behind off. He does, does work hard. He's very yeah. good at his. All job. the the people you make me cry now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, Wyatt, you might have ruined it. <laughs> compose yourself. You got you got scores to update, all right? It's a big deal. <laughs> yes, oh, let's see if we can do this right. So here in the fifth inning, Marlins on top two to nothing. I know Mr. Parles is very happy. Go. Marlins finally scored. Joey Wendell got it done. Joey uh, Wendell. Right now, Marlins minus 390 money line. Reds plus 295. The total set at six and a half. In the third inning, Spencer Strider trying to get some more strikeouts for me. Braves are on top two to nothing. Uh, money line for the Braves, minus 380, plus 290 for the Phillies on the money line. Total set at 7.5. In the fourth inning, Rays on top of the Orioles, 2-1, to one, minus 375 on the money line for the Rays, plus 285 for the Orioles. Uh, total is set at 8.5. In the third inning, the Blue Jays have finally woken up. They're on top, 3-1, to one, minus 710 
on the money line. You guys uh, interested in, in that uh, bet there, Ben and Jeff? No? Okay. I'm going to take a hard pass. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll refrain. Cardinals are sitting at plus 480. 10.5 is the total. The game of the night with the Juice Baseballs in New York. The Mets on top, 4-2, to two, minus 375 on the money line for the Mets, plus 285 for the Yankees. Total is at 11.5. Padres are on top of the Tigers, 3-0. Total is off the board, minus 520 on the money line for the Padres. And actually now it just bumped up here, minus uh, 1,000. For the Padres on the money line, plus 625 for the Tigers. Nine and a half is the total. And in the third inning, Guardians on top two to nothing over the Red Sox. Minus 270 on the money line for the Guardians. Plus 215 for the Red Sox. Total is set at nine and a half. If you bet the prop, Jeff, of will there be back-to-back nights in a singular baseball series with a call not a home run on the field overturned to a home run, you would have cashed that ticket in Detroit where Luke Voigt has a double overturned to a home run after the same thing happened uh, last night there in Detroit. So... Two nothing Padres. You were a day late and a dollar short there back in the San Diego. What are you, what are you gonna do? Oh well. What are you gonna do? For Wyatt missed it last night. Jeff, I didn't, I didn't, Jeff tried getting in about six up, different times for the Padres I, 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 but, and he but never the did. best part is I never did and all of them would have lost. Only our I think only Dakota was the Dakota one who got uh, got, 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 got sweeped got swept on those. You guys are not on talking terms right now, but Dakota will come around. He, Dakota, he always does. Dakota's Dakota's a nice guy. He'll be all uh, right. In, in, and meanwhile, in Baltimore, Tampa's just added a third run there in the top of the fourth. Uh, Randy Rosarena had had the first uh, RBI base hit. Isaac Paredes with a solo homer, and then Roman Quinn. Roman Quinn. What? I have not heard in a wait long, a sec- long wait, time. Wait, wait a second. I don't Roman know if that's Quinn actually Roman put Quinn. the ball in play. Wow! Second double of the year. <laughs> okay. For it is three to one. The Orioles only had that that single hit, a homer for Cedric Mullins. Outside of that, Shane McClanahan has looked very, very good tonight. As far as this hour here, top of the eight o'clock Eastern hour, Jeff. We have two games about to get underway, and then uh, a third starting at eight forty Eastern. And uh, we start with Minnesota and Milwaukee. This is uh, one of those two game interleague sets that starts tonight, Jeffrey. Okay, you, you're you're at least starting with the good game that's in this uh, in in this hour. I mean, where I mean. we have two first place teams, yes, squaring off yes. Uh, at AmFam uh, AmFam Field there in Milwaukee, Dylan Bundy and Ethan Small. All right, Ben, that's are not we, a made up person. Aren't we kind of obligated to bet the Brewers at home as essentially in a in a in a not in a dime line split only at minus one twelve behind us? Aren't we obligated to go against Bundy here? It kind of depends on if you think. I mean, look, you're the reason the number is the way it is. You you got to swallow your pride here and try to back Ethan Small. Brewers first round draft pick in 2019, who they are really high on. This is only his second career start. Made his major league debut, albeit at Wrigley Field, on a, a tough day to pitch back on May the 30th. Control was all over the place, as you would expect for a guy only in his second year of professional ball. With a uh, two and only went two and two thirds, walked four, gave up four hits, gave up two earned runs in that stretch as well. So that's kind of part of it. Now, you would imagine Small probably will not go all that deep in this game. If you look at what Milwaukee did last night, they really didn't use any of their main bullpen arms. As, as a result of uh, Kyle Freeland's brilliance on the mound for Colorado, really stifling the Brewer bats, so they were playing from behind. So pretty much everybody outside of Brent Suter is, is very well rested. So you'd imagine you'll have the Hayter, Williams, Boxberger, Gott, Quartet. Probably ride those guys a lot, Jeff. So bull, big bullpen edge to Milwaukee tonight. Uh, we saw, even though Josh Hader's had his recent struggles, got back on the on the horse with a save on Sunday. Add it to the sheet. Let's go. We're taking the Brewers. Wow, I'm that's in. All, that's all, Jeff. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Look, I'm taking an opportunity to go against Bundy with a price that is not bad with a team that, again, we know the Brewers have their issues offensively, Ben, but 
I'll take a shot with them at home and hope uh, hope Mr. Small gets it done here for at least three innings and your bullpen advantage comes through here, Ben. I'm in. Minus, minus 113 is the exact number I ended up getting here. 471 on the ERA there for, uh, for Dylan Bundy. This season, only 6.72 strikeouts per nine. That is by far uh, his, his lowest mark as a major leaguer going back. You go all the way back to the 2012 season there uh, with Baltimore. Uh, the other game, you, uh, I, I purposely buried this a little bit, Jeff. You still got a few minutes to bet it. You, you did not end up backing Syndergaard and the Angels last night, even Thank though you, you wanted to. They lose to the Royals, and we're seeing uh, Kansas City here favored tonight. Yeah, no, no bet here. Uh, Zerpa and Suarez. Zerpa goes for uh, the Royals. Suarez goes for the Angels. I mean, look, look at this. I mean, the Angels have the best player in baseball on their roster and the third best player in baseball on their roster, even though Trout's on the IL right now. And they are a plus-120 dog against the Royals. I mean, if the Royals win tonight, the Royals are tied with the Angels this year. How can that oh, happen? Oh, my. Goodness. How can that happen? And again, like we 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 saw Jim Jim Bowden earlier today saying that teams uh, starting to circle a little bit potentially on Otani. Again, highly unlikely that he gets dealt with uh, this year plus next year on his contract still. But it is it is amazing how bad the Angels are, and and they are far and away. They have been a disappointment now since 2014. That series yeah. in against these Royals in 2014, the best record in baseball, got swept out by the Magic Royals that year in the DS. The, the bunt for October si- Royals. Yeah. Since then, it has been as embarrassing of an eight-year run as you could possibly cobble up there, Ben. The Angels after last night, they're on pace for 95 losses. Club record is 95 losses for what that's worth. 3-15 and 15 in the month of July. They are batting as a team 194 in the month of July, and their team ERA this month... 5-11. I mean, that, that's like 2005 Nationals level level bad. If you're, if you're looking at common comps of teams that were just so horrifically woeful, they were not even competitive on a night-to-night basis. And this is a team who had a preseason win total of 84 and a half, who at one point was on pace to win 100 games, albeit ben, very ben, early in the season. Ben, they, they beat the A's on May 15th to go to 24 and 13, Ben. They were 11 games over 537 games in. Since then, they are 16 and 43. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, oh my. it just with I, the it, best player in baseball with, by with, a wide margin. Yes, with with two of the five best players. Two, I, I would say two of the, the the best three in baseball with Trout, even though he's had injury problems over these last few years and it's continued this year. And the modern Babe Ruth, with the ability to pitch and hit, and you're still. <laughs> Terrible. It's, it's insane how bad how bad it has gotten with them. Ridiculous. Is it is that Angels team probably one of the most disappointing teams you've seen over the last five, ten years? There are a lot of teams that have disappointed over that time frame, so I'll have to go back and look at it, but they have to be in consideration. I thought this was year they're gonna finally bust through and make the playoffs. Yeah. I the the leader in the clubhouse for me, at least, of the you know, last 10, 15 years was the whatever the year that uh, Sean Figgins was on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Major League Baseball preview in <laughs> Seattle. In Seattle. Yes. yes. When, the Marin- when the, was, everybody had the Mariners winning the World Series. And, and they, they won, won 59 games. Yeah, they were horrible. There was that one. And then uh, I-, I would argue the year that Bobby Valentine managed the Red Sox as well. I want to say that Mariners season was 09, 2010, somewhere in there. That Valentine one was 
2012, right, Jeff? That sounds right. Yeah, it was the year before they won the World Series yeah. the following year in 2013. Yeah, the, the, the Figgins, for whatever reason, I don't know why, the Figgins one stands out in my memory as the biggest oh, that was, that complete, was the inf- complete whiff by everybody of the prognostication uh, world there. Yeah, in I baseball. think they went 58-104, and 59-103. I mean, it was, it was yeah. a bad year. That was, uh, that was in the days where you and I were still – I don't know if it was middle school or high school at that oh, point. But it had to have been high school if it was 09. I, again, yeah. uh, Jeff struggles years. with but time, but uh, but, but again, it was uh, it, that was uh, days where we'd listen to Mike and Mike in the morning, and that was one of Mike Greenberg's most infamous bad predictions. Right up there with your your prediction of Matt Moore becoming the uh, the National Football League uh, that runner up runner, runner up. up. Yes, sorry. Key key. I had Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP yeah, that the year, 20, and that was not a bad that, that was not a bad one because the Packers won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, the the, the twenty ten prediction yes. from one uh, Jeff Paul's. The one other game as well. This will be in about a half hour, but we go to Coors Field. Michael Kopech and the White Sox. Ramon Marquez and the Rockies about to pick him here. Jeff total of eleven tonight. I actually considered taking the White Sox here. I I really don't like playing sides at Coors because if you have the wrong type of night, you could obviously end up with, uh, with, with all sorts of offense. But Marquez, even though he's been a little bit better recently, really has been a mess most of this year for a guy who, let's face it, has had a pretty good career pitching his whole life at Coors. Uh, but but I, I, I considered taking the White Sox. I don't think I'm going to get there. But that is – we have 30 minutes before that game starts. I, I, I very well may end up on you Chicago consider. in this game, especially on a dime line here behind us. It's a pick, minus 105. Yep. Do you still play the – No. Jeff Carthall, the Coors cocktail, yeah, which was what? It, it was no it, run it, first inning and yeah, then first five over it, it, and full game over. It's done. I, I, it, you stopped doing it. The, 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 the ball is too work. different. No. And the numbers didn't work? And, and the numbers are – betting a no in the first inning of Coors is not a fun experience, man. Long live that experiment. Yeah, the, that was a bad Jeff experiment. Pa- the Jeff Parles trademarked Coors cocktail. We'll do some NFC North quarterback totals when we return here on Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare if you use paper you're a human but if you choose paper you're a papertarian someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees. 
a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Splitting bets. He did it. Let it go. Much better than the trial run. Yeah, we had to work that. Work the kinks out a few times during the break. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Our producer, Wyatt Tomchick, making Kelly Bidlin, Matt Brown very, very proud as those two are on uh, vacation right now. In the meantime, Jeff, your decision to... Back the Brewers with a major league pitcher in his second second. career start. Start with the positive news. We're getting we're getting into that in a second. (laughs) I just wanted to point it out. Byron Buxton just hit a ball uh, nearly to uh, Oostberg. I had to come up with my favorite random wow. Wisconsin City. (laughs) He he hit the ball a really really long way to start the game. Almost went out of the stadium. It almost left the stadium. Well, literally. Oostberg is a lovely hamlet right up uh, right up by go. 43 on Lake Michigan. So it, it almost worked out. one nothing early lead there for the Minnesota Twins, and then a booming double right after that. So not the best of starts for Ethan Small there, the Brewers starting pitcher. Elsewhere, uh, we talked about our lack of trust, Jeff, in Jose Barrios in, and in Toronto. Dylan Carlson, RBI base hit, making it a 3-2 game Toronto. Top of the third, still some danger there. Two on and two outs with Albert Pujols up there north of the border in a game where is the that over... Danger? Well, it's not the home run derby anymore. Well, Kyle Schwarber's not in that game. <laughs> that's, you're, that's a true statement you just uttered. But in a, in a spot where the over was probably our play to make if you wanted to get involved in that one, which we did not. Oh, uh, look at that. I, 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 I go after the future Hall of Famer and he gets a yeah, base hit right, was, right at me. I was like, I'm, you're, you're treading, you got to <laughs> tread carefully there, Jeff. Uh, Pujols delivers. Throw it in the face of Jeff Parles. A 3-3 game there, top of the third, and that uh, that game was a total of nine. You are two-thirds of the way there uh, right now. Ben, ben what, what has happened to Barrios this year? I mean... Command's the, not there. The, There's just, no fast... Just, the fastball location isn't there either. Just, just the guy who has been horrible this whole year. They give him all that money in the offseason, and properly so. Uh, and it has just been a mess for him this year. And look, if if the Blue Jays end up short of their goal, which 
in all honesty, the goal should be win the World Series with the roster you have. And part of it is going to be because of some of the underachieving that those pitchers have had up there north of the border. Uh, the over five ERA, forty four point five percent on the uh, the Statcast hard hit percentage. That is among, I believe, that is for a time he was the That's worst. Very bad. He was the worst pitcher of all qualified starters in baseball. I believe he is still at at that same level right now. Yeah, that's not going well. But look, the fact that the Blue Jays with uh, basically a zero season from Brios, a zero season from Yusei Kikuchi, zero season from Hyungjin Ryu, the fact that they're still in this position, uh, not, not half bad for the Blue Jays right now they, in the wild card It's spot. a testament to how good their lineup is, yeah. and it's also a testament as well to the fact that Alec Manoa was every bit the all-star that, that he earned that appearance in L.A., and, and, and Kevin Gosman's still been good. He has been. So they at least have two. Even though you have three guys who are supposed to be, well, Ryu's career has totally fallen off the map at this point. It was supposed to be an ace when they brought him in. Kikuchi was going to be a mid-tier guy, but he's been absolutely horrible, like you said. But, again, they're still a good baseball team. We, we, and look we, at this now. First game, again, with uh, with, uh, with with, with play, team a team missing key players for vaccination reasons. And the Cardinals are showing pretty good so a, far. It, so far, yeah. With, after it was, what, Toronto minus 440 in the first game of that Royal Series. Yeah, that was ridiculous. The game. All right, we do get a winner video for Jeff. You had to survive a Mike Moustakis solo shot in the bottom of the fifth. But Marlins' first five gets there with all three runs coming in the fifth inning. So a 2-1 uh, Marlins' first five victory. There we go, Jeff. You could definitely do that right now, right, if you're oh, into that yeah, guy. Totally, totally. Jeff, Jeff has underrated upper body. You were a good middle school basketball player, weren't you? And that was the peak, man. That was the peak? Seventh, what, seventh grade? Eighth. Eighth, eighth grade. Eighth and freshman year. And even, though, even though my uh, my freshman year high school basketball coach was so shocked the one game that I had a double-double that I got a rousing ovation in the, uh, in the locker room afterwards. Wow. Which was kind okay. of stunning. Was that, that, that was your Rudy moment? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I played well that day. I didn't deserve to, to, to be, uh, to get an ovation in, in, double, by, by my teammates. But look at day. Double double. At uh, an uh, old Japan high school. That okay. was where that game was. See, you remember, you remember that stuff. Yeah, those are the things you, you, you just never, never forget. Uh, let us go back to the NFL. We talked AFC North quarterback props a little bit earlier in the show. Now we go to the NFC North, and unlike the AFC North, we are able to bet on all four starting quarterbacks heading into this year, since we know who they will be. And it's Kirk Cousins, not Aaron Rodgers, who has the highest passing yardage prop on the board. 4,200 and a half. That is, Jeff, they've, they looked at last year's number where he started 16 games through 4,221 yards. And they basically set this just about at that mark, maybe slightly under. 33 touchdowns last year for Cousins, seven picks. His number this year, 31 and a half and 10 and a half on the passing touchdowns and the interceptions. You and I have talked in the past. We were very high at least on the offense of Minnesota this year. Not sure how the whole team will look, but under a first-year head coach in Kevin O'Connell, who's been a very well-proven offensive play caller in his early career under Sean McVay in L.A., feeling like this should translate into more success. It's just a matter of which one of these bets makes the most sense to make. I would, I would posit that it is the passing yard, since I still think even with a, a pass-first play caller, Dalvin Cook will be used pretty heavily there in the red zone. So the passing yards one is the one I'd, I'd be looking at first and foremost. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. You know, it's Minnesota, and I, I talked about this last week, Ben. Minnesota, to me, is the highest variance of any team in the league this year. Where if Kevin O'Connell comes in right away and he's, I don't want to, again, it's hard to say anyone would be like Sean McVay right away, where Sean McVay took a team that was absolutely horrible for a decade and immediately won a division in his first year as a head coach. But if Kevin O'Connell comes in and, and is able to do 
even something similar to Sean McVay. Like, not, not quite as good, but in that ballpark, Minnesota's offense could be one of the better ones in the NFL. Because for all the flack we give Cousins, Kirk Cousins is about the 8th to 12th best quarterback in the league at this point. It, 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 he's actually good, especially when put in the right position. Now, you're not running an archaic offense anymore, which is good. That helps. You have a great wide receiver in Jefferson. You have a, Even though he's aging, Thielen can still play when he's healthy. And if Cook can stay on the field, you have a really good offense there. So I would look to the passing yards, too. Because you are probably right. Dalvin Cook will vulture some touchdowns away from Cousins in all likelihood. So I have no problem. If you want to take over 4,200, go for it. I have no problem with that with Cousins. Meanwhile, the most interesting bet or prop on this list, it's the Aaron Rodgers interception prop. Rodgers, 4,050 and a half passing yards. He was at 4,115 last year. 37 touchdowns a season ago. He's at 31 and a half this year. So the seven and a half is the interception prop. I believe that is the lowest of anybody, Jeff. You want to, if we rattle off the interception numbers for Rodgers, just the last decade, six, eight, six, five, eight, seven, six, two, four, five, four. The last four years, he has led the league, been the best at the fewest interception percentage, uh, interceptions per number of throws, 1% or lower each of the last four years. Now, this number feels pretty accurate. I remember we did the exact same exercise the last year, and it was, I think, 9.5 or 10.5. I forget exactly the number. And we made a pretty impassioned case. I remember on this show specifically, uh, that was when uh, Danielle Lavari was still with us, and I remember she, she was on the, the Rodgers interception under a season ago. He throws four. Now, that feels like a f- pretty fair number, but history would tell us the under is the only play you can make. It just depends on, do you mm-hmm. believe with no Devontae Adams, he in a posi- is in a position to force more footballs this year and potentially with not much margin for error there, Jeff, rack up a few more interceptions than he might normally would and get more into the eight or nine range. I don't know how you can bet his, his interceptions over. No, no way. You just, you can't. I mean, Benny, a two in the first week last year. And then two the rest, and then two of, the the rest of the year. So, I mean, you just, you can't. He, he's just one of those guys where, where even though it's going to look a lot different in Green Bay, or a lot of things are going to look different as we, as we well documented with Adams now here in Vegas. But Aaron Rodgers isn't going to throw interceptions. Like, that's just not going to happen. Now, it's such a low total that if Aaron Rodgers is a little bit off at all, you could very easily go over that. But I, I just don't see it, Ben. I, I wouldn't go. I would definitely not touch the over. I'd only take under seven and a half. I don't want anything to do with his passing yards because I'm not sure exactly what this is going to look like. Same deal with the passing touchdowns. I think those numbers are unbettable for Rodgers. As for Jared Goff and Justin Fields, how confident are you that Goff even plays all 17 games? Okay, you're going to start Tim Boyle. We, I, look, I mean, unless we, it's Dan again, Campbell, again, Dan again, Campbell again, said, said gets, he doesn't care. It's one thing if Goff gets hurt. But if golf is ineffective, you can't. You can't. Like, unless if you are so far in the tank, which by the way, I don't think Campbell has that in his in his uh in his DNA to tank. I mean he you, did it last year when he was trying to win. Yeah, but he was, but golf was not healthy though. When when, when he played when he played Boyle. And he wasn't really good anyway. No, I know, but he, but he wasn't I mean he's better than Tim Boyle. He's better than David Blau. Like, I, know, I, mean, I know. I'm you, not you arguing that. You can't, you can't bench, bench Goff if he's ineffective. The only way he doesn't play is if he is hurt. Like, Goff still gives you a better chance to compete if you're the Lions, and that's what Campbell is. Fields is the hard one because, again, I think that roster is terrible around him. But the passing touchdown number at 18.5 is so astronomically low for this day and age in the NFL that all it could take is two games of three 
And that number is going to be hard-pressed to go under Ben. And then on the interceptions, 14 and a half, all these second-year guys, him, Wilson, Lawrence, Mills, all have 14 and a halves. Two of them are going over. The rest are going under. I just don't know what, who, which two are going over. To me, those, the two at the bottom, really, really difficult to bet this year. Goff and Fields. We'll see. We'll see how it all works out in 2022. Wes Reynolds going to join us next. Talk some PGA handicapping on the other side. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. We welcome you back in. It is prime time action on this Tuesday night. We'll get to some more baseball updates here in uh, just a second because we're back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson and we've got Wes Reynolds, frequent co-host here on the uh, on the show as well. Prime time action. You see him basically everywhere. Host of Vsin's Long Shots as well with Brady Cannon. Uh, Wes, I know you have some baseball action on the on the docket tonight. How's your uh, how's your play going so far? Uh, not well, to be honest Uh-oh. with you. It's already 3 to 3 in Toronto and I took the other under 9 uh and look, I with with Goldschmidt and Arenado, I know that was kind of an easy logical play, but I went ahead and took the under. Uh, Toronto's let him back in the game, though. Palante had a really rough first inning and actually went 40 pitches in the first frame, and still they are back in the game, uh, all tied at three, top of the fourth. Mm. We Jeff and I we, we just talked about that. The last time the the team came in with a severely compromised lineup, Toronto was a minus 440 favorite and lost, and now this is happening tonight. Three three game there, uh, Jeff, top of the fourth. Yeah, hey, look, uh, just uh, just just a scenario here where focus was not all the way there, Ben. Clearly. And Jose Barrios is just yeah, Barrios really, really feeling it right now. Uh, Wes, we transition to the PGA, so at least for uh, for primetime action, we have our golf draft tomorrow, as you've participated in many a time, down to the, for many of the golf pools as well, down to the final two weeks of one and done. As we go to the Rocket Mortgage Classic here this week, a little stronger field than we saw last week, where some more familiar names here are at the top of the leaderboard, or at least the top of the odds board, I should say. Patrick Cantley, your short shot at 8-1 to one with Will Zalatoris, Max Homa, Tony Finau, last week's winner there, along with Cameron Young. Those are all of of your sub 20 to one long shots. Where did you start this week? Wes? just looking at what uh, mattered to you the most in this particular course here as we pre preview here, the rocket mortgage classic. Yeah. When I looked at the course, this is the Detroit golf club. So it's about a little under 7,400 yards, par 72. This is essentially a birdie fest. They've had this tournament the last three years, 25 under 23 under and actually 18 under was the highest of the three scores last year. But with the exception of DeChambeau in 2020, this has been won by bombs. So much like last week, don't be afraid to take long shots, even though Tony Finau was one of the only favorites to go ahead and win a tournament this year. I think he's he was only the third one, by the way, in this entire 2020-2021 PGA Tour wraparound season, or I should say 21-22. I'm losing track of the years as I get older. But if you look... Uh, you can really go down the board, I think, here. You can make a case probably for all of the, all of these favorites. But 
I didn't necessarily want to go with the Zalatoris or a Young. I think a lot of people like those guys this week because they're looking for their first PGA Tour win, and they're like, okay, this is a weaker field, a little bit down from normal, so maybe this is the week. I'd rather target them at bigger prices as we get into the FedEx Cup. So in terms of stats, I looked at approach. I looked at strokes gained, ball striking, which combines off the tee and approach. Good drives gained, I think, are going to be important. You can bomb it out here, but you don't necessarily have to be. So hitting fairways uh, is a very good idea. And then birdie or better gained, opportunities gained. And then you can also, if you want to look at how the course breaks down, Half of the par fours here at the Detroit GC measure between 350 and 400 yards. So strokes gained par four, 350 to 400. Wes, uh, just when we get late in the game here in this regular season in golf before leading in to the FedEx Cup, which starts in a few weeks, does that influence the way you handicap these events with guys that are on the fringe of possibly making it in to the, uh, the postseason play of the FedEx Cup? You know, it's it's a little bit hard to do that, Jeff, because I understand what you're asking because we do have this event and then we had the Wyndham next week where guys are trying to get inside of that 125 uh, for the FedEx Cup points. Uh, we saw Scott Piercy do it last week. Now he's going to be inside that 125 and keep his card for another year, but we also saw that he had a five-shot lead on Sunday and couldn't close the deal, ends up tied for fourth. So of little solace, he gets to keep his card, but he doesn't get that two-year exemption and the Masters invite. So even though this is, you know, late uh, downfield and it's kind of the down events, the calm before the storm before we get into the playoffs, it's still important to these guys because mm -hmm. these guys are trying to scramble to get inside that 125 and have a little bit more of an opportunity to do so since you have the Live Golf guys obviously not going to be eligible for the FedEx Cup. And isn't as a result, Wes, I was I know they were talking a bit about it on the broadcast last week. We're going to see what it's it's more like down to 133-ish on the actual uh, tour, uh, the FedEx leaderboard that is actually going to qualify. It won't be the traditional um, 125, right, because of some of those guys that are ineligible? Yeah, there'll be some guys that get in that maybe won't be technically inside the 125 because of the, the you know, somebody like a DJ that would obviously be in or right. somebody like a Brooks Kepka will not have a spot because they are gone or renounced whatever you want to term it as their PGA Tour membership. So, yeah, they're going to have the full field at 125 and then go down to 70 and then they go down to 30 for the Tour Championship down at East Lake. Wes, uh, for, for this Rocket Mortgage Mortgage Classic, what, what ways are you looking to bet this here? Yeah, I started a little bit down the board, and I started with the guy, and I usually don't do this. I usually don't take a guy that won the event the year before because I think that's obviously priced in the market. But Cam Davis at 35-1, to 1, while it's rare to back a defending champion, his form is just too good right now. Three top tens his last four starts. Fourth in the field for opportunities gained. Sixth for birdie or better gain. You obviously have to make a lot of birdies. You're going to have to get in the 20 under range, I think, to probably be in even on the first page of the leaderboard on Sunday. Because this course, I think, is going to play a little bit softer because they've had rain in Detroit. So these guys, if they just keep it in the fairway, they can absolutely take dead aim here. Maverick McNeely, 45-1, to 1, made the cut here at, uh, on debut, was eighth in 2020. Really good birdie maker, one of the better putters on the tour last two years. Taylor Pendrip, 65-1. to 1. He is a Canadian that actually missed about four months. He had a fractured rib at the Players' Championship, then had to withdraw from the John Deere when he was trying to come back to the tour due to COVID-19. So he's had two starts 
uh, coming in here. 13th at the Barbasol, 11th at the Barracuda. I think that that gives him at least a chance to knock off the rust. I think he's going to play here well this week. Uh, Brendan Steele, 70 to 1, who I bet at 35 to 1 last week and unfortunately missed the cut. But now you get him double the price. Even though the field's a little stronger, it's not that much stronger. And you look at the numbers, the putting not very good, but the ball striking is the best in the field. Number one in strokes gained ball striking the last 24 rounds. Cameron Champ, 75 to 1. We know what Cameron Champ is. He is an absolute bomber. Fifth for strokes gained off the tee. 16th last week, but he started out with a 75 and then went 68, 67, 67 last 54 holes. And then the triple digit guys, Callum Terran, 100 to 1, who I bet last week he ends up T7 at the 3M. Inside the top 25, three of the last four starts. Gained about 10 strokes with his ball striking last week. And then Michael Tuerbornson, 135 to 1. A lot of people maybe have not heard of him because he is an amateur. He's a 20 year old All American at Stanford. He was fourth at the Travelers back in June and actually led the field for strokes gained putting. And why I thought that that was kind of worth taking a stab at is because the same green complex is the same that it was at River Highlands for the Travelers. 80% POA, about 20% bent grass. And this POA doesn't putt like West Coast POA, like where it's a lot mm -hmm. more bumpy on the West Coast, like in Torrey Pines or Pebble Beach. So I think he'll like these greens, trying to be the first amateur to win a PGA Tour event since Mickelson in 1991. And then Adam Shank, 180 to 1, made the cut all three years and all three appearances here. Fifth on approach last week at the 3M, top 15 on approach. Ball striking and good drives gained in this field this week. Eight outrights there for Wes Reynolds on the Rocket Mortgage Classic card this week. I know you've also uh, been dipping into the Live Golf Tournaments, and they are back with another event this week. And I know there's a few guys that you've settled on as well in your card. Yeah, I just took stabs, Ben. Only a 48-player field. So Bryson DeChambeau at least made a little bit of sense here at 10-1. to 1. It's not a big price, but... Just the limited research, because I will say that Liv doesn't exactly give you a lot of information on these courses in terms of how it's going to set up. We couldn't even find a picture of the course on the website <laughs> there at Trump National <laughs> at Bedminster. But it's over 7,500 yards, bomb and gouge, and that says Bryson DeChambeau to me. That also says Matthew Wolf to me at 30-1, to 1, who was eighth in Portland. He's had, you know, some injuries and mental health things that he's been dealing with, but I think this course could fit him. And then Justin Harding at 40-1. to 1. Other than Dustin Johnson, Louis Ustazen, and Taylor Gooch, Harding's been one of the only guys that have been in the top 10 in both events, both in London and in Portland for the Lib. So with the Lib, you just kind of, if you want to bet it, you got to take shots, obviously. They are not yeah. giving you a lot of information as they put this uh, operation together by the seat of their pants. He is Wes Reynolds. Follow him at Wes Reynolds one on Twitter, our host of Long Shots. He's on with us a bunch here on Primetime Action as, as a host. I know he'll be back on, on the desk at some point next week. Wes, always a pleasure. Uh, best of luck with your plays this week, and we'll be talking to you very, very soon here on Primetime Action. You bet, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Jeff, it is now 5-2. Your New York Metropolitans have bounced back after a slow start there in, at City Field. Yeah, the fifth run was a little bit of a weird one. It was a ground ball to third, and Donaldson made what looked like to be a pretty accurate throw, but it ended up drilling Lindor. So the ball trickled out into right field, and Marte was able to score pretty easily, and now a weird defensive play here because of a shift. Aaron Hicks beats out an infield single. 5-2 Mets, bottom of the fourth. I bring up those two teams because we're going to do our World Series power rankings next. Where will the Mets and Yankees rank on those lists when we return here on Primetime Action?
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN football betting guides are coming soon, and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of the football betting guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VEASAN all-access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Jeff is holding his hands up in a very confused manner. What was that in Boston? What was uh, oh, that? Do we, have more, do we have more fielding shenanigans by the Red Sox? What was that? 7 2 Guardians. It was a Guardians. routine double play ball. Ran up the middle. It would have been a, it, it, it been a turn that would have been made. But 
Who's playing second base for them? Who is that? Oh. Uh, Yolmer Sanchez oh, decides to go all fancy behind the oh, back. Oh, he tried it behind he did, the. Fires it nowhere near the bag and two runs score. What is that? He tried a behind the back. I mean, flip. come on. Take your time. Make the flip. That's an inning ending double play. Instead, you, you, you screw your team out of two runs at least. This gentleman is why I bet the Guardians money line tonight. I mean, oh wait! On. Wait to let us know. Oh no. wait a second! Another <laughs> bet that came in after. Whoa, come whoa, whoa. on! It's a, it was in the spreadsheet. They didn't put it. Oh, up they, okay. All right. Now I throw, put it now in throw before. Wangle and, and Isaiah under the bus. Yeah. No, no, Classic. no. They're they're <laughs> great. Rookie, rookie behind the glass. They, they just decide to what to put on the camera. That's why they, I'm not on it. Why tomorrow? I, again, I, I we, we we were gonna have we're gonna make sure that they put your bets up along with Ben's and I mine before the yeah. games. Yeah. You should have yours put up before the games as well. Maybe it was in there. I could show okay. you the where, show you the account. Where are we at on uh, Strider strikeouts? Uh, there, yeah. Where, where where are you there? Where uh, are we? Five uh, nothing is the yeah, lead for Atlanta. Bottom. He's of at fifth. five right now. He he was you dealing. He had like five to the first right? four. Right now he's at seventy one pitches. So it, he's, he's going got at least, least another two, two innings. innings. You should you should get there still. I hope so. Okay. Jeff, also, also uh, we're, we're we're getting to a big time showdown in Queens right now. Uh, a very weird inning for the Yankees where they have multiple infield hits. Where uh, Trevino had a broken bat, grounded a third that Kiner Falefa just beat the throw to second on. Uh, LeMahieu and Arby had ground out to make it 5-3. Judge, unintentional, intentional walk. Of course. So Rizzo is now up with the bases loaded and two oh, outs. Boy. And Rizzo, of course, homered earlier in this game in a 5-3 game uh, there in Queens. What is What has been a wackadoo game so far? Jeff, on the Mets tonight, it's been a very interesting adventure, to say the least. Your other bet that you— Yeah, that Dylan I, Bundy showed up, thankfully. That I, uh, <laughs> that I tried to kind of talk you out of, but not really, because we both don't like Dylan Bundy. Uh, gives up a three-run shot to the white-hot Hunter Renfro, who has homered for approximately the 89th time in the last three days. Uh, he hits a 17th. <laughs> Good estimate. Three, yeah, rough, again, approximation. 3-1 Milwaukee there in the bottom of the second inning, and they still have a danger with a runner on second and just one out. We have our uh, – so we've done all these midseason thought exercises, Jeff, on Major League Baseball. We have put together, though, and I have not seen your list. You have not seen mine. I'm curious how, we're, how these will play out here. Unless you peaked early, man. I don't know. I don't know how this actually did work. But we have our MLB World Series power ranking. So essentially, the, the exercise is we're looking at if you're if we're doing the DraftKings futures menu right now. What are the five bets we would be looking to make at this very moment? This is not just a power ranking of our you know the best five teams we believe in Major League Baseball. Which five bets do we feel represent the most value? We'll start with Jeff. Oh, look at that! Arrows go up. Arrows go down. I love it. The prime time action power. You got to get a little more gritty though on the Kelly Bidlin, because uh, Kelly's be like prime time. Now, every time I see power that video rate. now, I just remind you when you were like, "Oh man, I watched all the 32 teams and 32 shows, and we're playing that, <laughs> and yeah. then they ran the real one." Yeah. Oh what boy. Okay, Jeff. Sorry, sorry. Now, my, my 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 exasperation there is Rizzo had a green light on 3-0, and. Was very was close. close to hitting a salami. Ends up being a very loud out number three for the top of the fourth inning. To the bottom of the fourth we Oof. go in a game that might end at around midnight. <laughs> going Yankees-Red Sox style Certainly for the Subway so. Series. All right, Jeff, All right, your I guess power I'll go, rankings. Let's I guess I'll it. go first here. I will say this, Ben. Number one ended up being very easy. And we, I think we share the I think we one. shared a number one. And I, and I would be surprised if we didn't share number one at this point. Because the Houston Astros, last night notwithstanding, Ben, where they lost and Odorizzi got destroyed 
in the third straight game against the A's. The Houston Astros are pretty clearly to me at the moment the best team in baseball. Where the Dodgers are the only one. I know the Yankees had the flashy record and the best record in baseball still. It's the Astros and the Dodgers for me, one, two. And you're still giving me five to one on Houston, which is the good for the third shortest shot at this point. I think that's pretty good. I don't think we're going to see that number for much longer, especially if they go out and make a big splash. Let's say they get Wilson Contreras at the trade deadline, maybe even get Happ in that deal from Chicago potentially. You got yourself a, a an already awesome team. They would become even shorter if they were to get the best catcher on the and market. I'm, so Houston's I'm number su- one. I'm surprised they're still even five to one yeah. in, in a lot of places. Uh, num- like number one bullpen ERA, number two starting pitcher ERA, third in offense and homers, sixth in OPS. This is a team that has re- and does not have a single hole, Jeff. Sure, you you could you would like to see maybe a little more depth at the catching position. They've trotted out Martin Maldonado now for a sure. couple of years. I'm not doesn't give them much on on the offensive side, but that's a team that even if they didn't make a move at the deadline, I would still They'd feel pretty. I would still consider them to be the favorite in the American League. So, uh, no problem with Houston number one. Now, don't call me a homer here. This is essentially two A and two B between the next two okay. teams. Where the Mets and the Braves, plus 750 on the Mets, 8-1 to one on Atlanta. I have the Mets listed on top of Atlanta because they're in first place uh, right now, Wyatt. Uh, I don't know how much longer that will last, but as of right now, they are in first place. These two teams are pretty clearly teams two and three in the NL. Either order's fine with me. And the one reason, the biggest reason I, I lean the Mets over the Braves, even though the Mets are shorter, is you really think... You're going to have an opportunity in a playoff series, even though to be a dog against the Dodgers in a series if the Mets get to that point. DeGrom and Scherzer for four starts and a best of seven against the Dodgers. Mets made my list too, and that's basically Yeah, I, I mean, they, they were just, fourth on my ass, list. Assuming yeah. DeGrom comes back, which I, I all indications are DeGrom's going to be back next week for that five-game mega series that the Braves and Mets have in Queens next weekend. But that's why I have them slightly ahead of Atlanta. Atlanta's Atlanta's really good. And I think the Mets actually match up pretty well with Atlanta, as we saw in that series in in Cobb County before the All-Star break. Mets kept the Braves off the base pass and kept the homers to being solo homers. That's really the path for beating Atlanta this year, is making sure when they do damage, no one's on base. And the Mets can do that as well as anyone in baseball. So the slight advantage for the Mets. And then four and five, the Dodgers, I I, I know they're the short shot. Yeah, I But they're the best team in the NL. And it's them in Houston. So I thought they were still good at four. And then I lean Seattle over San Diego, who I know you have on oh, your list. Oh, we both have Seattle. Uh, I, I have Seattle at 50 to one now. The big problem for them is... They would have to. They very well could have to go wild card series on the road. Best of five at the Yankees. Best of seven with the with Houston. That's going to be a very difficult road for them. But they do have the talent, and they're more than willing to make a move at the deadline. So that's why I took them over the Padres as my fifth one at fifty to one on Seattle. I, look, I completely agree with you on Seattle. And when you get to numbers like that, too, part of these are what bets can you make to set yourself up to at least profit and make money in the postseason. I, do I think the Mariners? win the World Series or, you know, or unless they, they somehow swing a Soto trade. Like, I still think they, they certainly could potentially mm-hmm. do in the next seven days. Do I? But outside of that, do I really think they have a legitimate shot of winning it all? Not really. But is this a team that could at the very least give the Yankees a real, real scare and an ALDS on the road and at least get you in a position where you could hedge off, make a pretty, pretty nice profit there? If you're holding a 50-to-1 ticket right now, absolutely. That's a team that should be more like 25-30-to-1 to me. 
at the moment the Seattle Mariners, even yep. though they sit in that third wild card spot right now. So we actually ended up with three of uh, three of the same teams there, Jeff, just in a little bit different order. I have Astros number one, uh, Mariners slotted in at number three for me, Mets number four. Yes, I am going with the the San Diego Padres. I, I cannot quit this team, Jeff. And and let's remember too, at this time last year, the Padres was basically a a, a complete joke of a manager. Remember how good of a position the Padres were in at this time last year? I mean, they were oh, a, they, they were they, a shoe in for for one of the top wild cards. <laughs> we figured we figured they had value as maybe a six to one shot coming out of the NL, and that was a team that completely implodes down the stretch. Now we get the reports today. Manny Machado he is getting uh, closer and closer. Took his first live beat. Fernando Tatis Jr. Or, uh, Yes. Sorry, Fernando. Thank you no, for correcting no, no problem. Got yeah, Manny Machado, he's been there all year. Yeah. One of the uh, NL MVP favorites. Fernando Tatis Jr., first live BP since his injury. He is on the way back. This has all the feelings, Jeff, of just, of just a complete inverse from last year for San Diego. Much better manager. Talent is about the same, arguably a little bit better this year. And they get off to kind of a slow lack of cohesion start, similar to Seattle. To me, this is a team where you can still a 22-1. to 1. Again, do I expect them to actually win it all, make a deep run? No. But... I would expect them to win a win, get through the wild card round, assuming that is the spot they are in, and I expect them to uh, to to be a really really tough out once we get to the postseason. Uh, so San Diego will be my number two. I threw Chicago on this list just because, like, again, if they fired Tony Larusa tomorrow, <laughs> that is all this bet is predicated on. If the White Sox fire Tony Larusa, they should, even I, though they I, won't, but they should <laughs> fire Larusa. This this could easily be a team that looks horrific all year again. Easiest strength of schedule remaining. They somehow find a way to get in, and again at thirty to one, like we talked about with San Diego and with Seattle. If you're in the tournament at thirty to one, you got you know you have you a got chance a to make shot. Money. You got a shot. Fire Tony Larusa. Yeah, please do it. It's my won't last. What happened, no Ben? I won't say it anymore after tonight. I just had to had to get it out one more time. We'll update all the scores right after this. Hour number three starts next on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If you're committed to living a healthier life, you might want to look into working herbs into your wellness routine. 
There's a reason people have trusted them for thousands of years. Nature's Way understands that nature is the ultimate problem solver, and they're constantly inspired by the power of nature. For example, their ginger root and slippery elm bark have been traditionally used for digestive support. And St. John's wort, holy basil, and ashwagandha can provide mood and stress support. And because Nature's Way sources from around the world and does a ton of comprehensive potency and quality testing in their state-of-the-art lab, you can be sure you're getting top-quality herbs. To learn more, visit naturesway.com.